everybody, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast. We got Brandy Lynn and Darielle in the building. Don't forget to follow us on our Twitter at Take Control Pod. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Search Take Control Podcast on Facebook to join our group. And our show is hosted by DJ Girl. Today, guys, we are going to be talking about love. We haven't got a title quite yet. So. <laughs> Every time we say love, I just think of Keisha Cole's love. <laughs> I think Anne Marie. Why not? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. What love got to do? Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I guess we'll go ahead and start off with our recap of our week. Oh, mine has been um, pretty shitty. Um, nothing necessarily happened, but like all week, I just been like super tired. Like mm. literally, I was, I got to work late every day except for like one day this week. So yeah, I think my body, ironist. yeah, I think my body just been tired and mm. kind of trying to get sick and things like that. So, mm. but that's it. I got paid. That's that's a plus. That's always a good. <laughs> that's always a good thing. My week was okay. Um, it wasn't bad at all. I did find out I'm probably going to have to get a new car. And my car was going to be paid off this year. But I'm having some problems. So, um, that's why. Yeah. So, forget getting paid because that's gone. That money's gone. But um, <laughs> Your makeup's cute, though. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it does look really good. Um, I went to church today. Church was amazing. Oh, man, I my grandmother made me. Well, Ashley's grandmother, but she's my grandmother, too. She made me stand up and give a testimony today in church. She was sitting across the room, and everybody was doing their testimonies, and I'm just sitting there minding my business. And she looked over at me and gave me, like, the dirtiest look, and she was, like, raising her hands. I'm, like, pointing at myself, like, Grandma, you talking about me? She's like, get up. So I had to give a testimony because she didn't tell the pastor all my business. She been sick. She been in the hospital. Pray for her. So they was like, we so glad you stood up. I'm like, Jesus, just you take the wheel. <laughs> But no, I that's had a good good. week. That's good. Um, it's been a week. You know, I, have, <laughs> I need to like, I've been seeing people like staging houses. I just need to stage my body. Like I have a lot of negative energy. I just need <laughs> to like figure out like what's going on. Like I need to take control and, you know, I'm tired of wearing a coat. So sometimes I, I walk out the house without my coat because I'm just tired of wearing a coat. Listen, and this is how I usually get sick around this time because I just get tired of putting on a coat. Like, yeah, I just put on a sweater at this point. <laughs> You're going to be like, hopefully, you know, <coughs> things work out. But, yeah, so it's, you know, the good thing about this week is that I I woke up every day. Amen. Praise Amen. God. <laughs> Don't even do it. So, okay, we got a, we got our week out the way. Mm-hmm. Y'all got any rants? I don't have a rant. I'm going, I, someone asked me a question, so I thought I said I would share it on the show. So that's going to be my rant. I'll use that time to do my rant. So if y'all got a rant. Uh, like I told y'all a couple days ago, you know, I was on edge about a couple things. And mm-hmm. I knew once Sunday came, I was just going to be so calm and peaceful. So I'm not really upset anymore, but I'll still bring it up. So, I was kind of mad a couple days ago because I feel like a lot of women are fake pro-woman empowerment and girl power and uplifting one another. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to guys, 
they're always like they always have a problem mm-hmm. and I think that's so fake so it's just like if you all hear girl power and woman empowerment like why are you getting mad over some raggedy ass nigga that neither one of y'all go with like <laughs> I think true. that's so stupid that's true and like my friend said dick comes with a side of bullshit so it's just like once you get that it just fucks up your whole mindset yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> good <laughs> So I heard. I don't know. Right. <laughs> That's all we've been told. <laughs> don't quote me. It's been a while for me. I went, no, 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 People in their trash communication. I feel like people don't listen to understand. They listen to respond respond mm-hmm. or just pick little pieces and complain about that like that's bullshit so i'm just i'm over everybody at this point yeah i got a quick rant yeah and i posted this on my story ladies please don't take i don't want you to go in your photos and go through any of your old pics and post them and post nice for what as your caption please just leave it alone okay <laughs> i was gonna post a picture of me in high school and say and you were in high school so bad i was bad as fuck in high school <laughs> i'm talking shit every time i'm like i'm like oh but no I, my rent has to do with nice rent like okay i'll be li- okay i've listened to that song non-stop mm-hmm. All day. And I just be feeling like, fuck yeah, fuck these niggas. I don't need no mess. And if that song go off, I'm like, for my man. But that song just gets like, I just yeah. be in the car like, boom, like, yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. Like, when we got this, we are like, the shit. Like, there's nothing you can't do. Like, these yeah. men are always going to be around. Take care of yourself first. Get yourself together. Get Make sure that you are mm-hmm. the woman that you want to be. I like, because these men are going to come and they're going to go. And they're going to come back and they're going to go again. And guess what? They probably won't stuck around a third time. They always come back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I'm just like. They always come back. Yes. I'm just like, you know, like, I'm just like trying to focus. Like, I woke up this morning. Mm-hmm. I cleaned my whole house. I cleaned out my trunk. Like, I did a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that I've been wanting to do, but I'm like, thank you, Drake. I needed that. You know, my whole issue is that everybody wants to be so in love with Drake, and you know me, you know. Okay. I, I'm feeling a ways. I'm just like, I tweeted the other day, like, why don't y'all go like Dave East or somebody? Like, oh, I forgot you leave my man alone, okay? Uh, I forgot you. Like leave him alone because he is taken. My thing is, I, I've been feeling the same way Lynn has been feeling all weekend. I got to work. I played Cardi. I'm so proud of her. I didn't think the album yes. was going to be that good. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Album. I listened to it like five times. Yeah. I keep playing Drake. Yeah. But I just refuse to post it as a caption. Like, people make stuff so old so quick. Mm-hmm. But. He got some, some good lines. He do. He, he do. Oh, he just has the best him. lines. Save him for when it get warm outside. New pictures and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. I definitely posted on my Facebook story, like, men, we will get with y'all on Monday because this is not y'all's weekend. This is uh, and weekend. they yeah. they sw- they like swore that this song was gonna make a balance after <laughs> Cardi. No, no. It's like what? It's like, a rap. Cardi like let's shit on these niggas. Then Drake came in like yeah y'all the shit shit. Right. I'm like okay. It was a good music weekend. It was a great music weekend. I'm I feel recharged. Yeah, for sure. But um, I feel like speaking of Cardi, like I was not feeling her. What is it called? Be careful or just careful? Be careful. Uh, careful. Careful. I don't know. Or be I don't know but at first, when it first came out, I'm like, mm, but now I love it. 
I love it. I love it. I felt the same way, and then once I actually listened to the in, the entire album, I mm-hmm. like it yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, and then she puts this on there. Love that song. I think yeah. that was I do. Oh <laughs> yes, and I already love Scissors, so that was just perfect. I like Ring. I like Ring, and then some of her songs kind of make me get a little teary eyed. I don't know why. <laughs> I gotta listen to that again, but I like the um, what's the ghetto one. pregnancy but you know what it, I'm happy for her yeah me too. me too okay so like I said I don't really have a rant um but someone did ask a question in regards to our long distance relationship episode that was last week if you guys haven't listened go listen so the question was what should a man do to show a woman he's really feeling her you know like if a guy through pics thinks she's flawless perfect smile, soft voice, and looks like she'd be a blessing to his life, even though he's miles away. Uh, should he settle for a friendship since he's so far or keep hope alive that he'll find his way to her or just chill and keep his fantasies to himself? So I told the listener that I would ask the question on the show. So I would say that... <laughs> If you want, shoot your shot. Because it might work. Might not. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know until you try. I agree. I say shoot your shot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what do you have to lose? Yeah. Shoot your if it shot. don't work out, then just keep it as fantasy. Shit. And yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's always an option. And I posted on my story, I, I said, are guys scared of rejection? I've been asking these poll questions for like two weeks now. Mm-hmm. There's some really good questions. And people yeah. are really kind. Like, I get, I've been responding to all of them. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I see certain people respond to it. I'm like, hmm, you lying. And I see when it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's up? Like, right. I'm asking for myself, but I'm not. <laughs> but no. Um, but guys commented and said, yes, they are scared of rejection. But my response to that was, I mean, if you check it for her, she probably, probably check it for, for you. you. I mean, I feel like you know, but niggas just don't pay attention enough. That's true. So. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, we said shoot your shot to shoot our Shoot your shot, please. Um, okay, so our listener questions. The first one is, if your man was in a girl's DMs, would you want to know and would you be okay with her telling you? Ignorance is blessed. And you don't know what we got going on. We may be trying to set you up. (laughs) 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 I'm just saying. That was me. Y'all know who it is. to come to me yeah and like I feel like that is more so you trying to like shit on me than you trying to inform me or you trying to be the good person be the good person and don't respond right you don't need to let me know that you're doing this deed or that he's doing x y and z or nine times out of ten we already talked about it 
fuck it, 10 times out of nine, when a man is doing something, we kind of mm-hmm. know. We have mm-hmm. that feeling already. That's true. I don't need to put a face to what I think is happening. Yeah. You know? Okay. That's my thoughts. I said that I would be upset about it because, one, I don't like for a woman to one-up another woman. Don't come to me telling me nothing about what's supposed to be my man. Mm -hmm. And as my man, we should have those conversations. Nobody should be able to come and tell me anything about the person that I'm dealing with, period. So it would be an issue. Out of respect, I I mean, I can appreciate you trying to do your good deed and say, look, here's your nigga, come get him. You know what I mean? I can mm-hmm. appreciate that, but then at the same time, it's like, uh, like she said, just don't respond. Okay, but what if it was a female that is t- speaks to you, comments on your pictures, that's really nice and all of that, and it's just like... And just don't respond to him. That's like, that would be my... Okay. I mean, because I'm not going to, if a, someone's boyfriend hops in my DMs, I'm not about to like... Unless it's my close friend, right? <laughs> you know, like yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not about to go out and like, hey, girl, I just wanted to let you know that, yeah, you know, your man out here DM surfing, like, no, like I just that makes sense. I mean, I, it definitely would cross my mind, but I probably wouldn't do it. But I just feel like if it was me and my man was doing something, I want to know. I just want to know, but it's all about. It's, to me, it's all about your approach. If you come to me like you're being a bitch or you're trying to one-up me, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But if you come into me like on some, you know, not no ignorant shit, then I might like not girl, be. I just want you yeah, know, I wouldn't be mad. I just want you to know your nigga ain't shit. <laughs> I'm probably going to be like, I know, bitch. <laughs> if, if you know the person's not going to leave, yeah, what's, what's the, the point? point? That's true, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just... Making matters worse. Just I would just not respond and leave it at that. Yeah, not respond. Maybe remove him, block, block him. him. Yeah, you know, and just keep on going about my day. Okay. Um. Second question: Is the biological clock a reason to settle? Yeah, <clears throat> that was one of my poll questions. Unfortunately, if you want kids and you don't have any, yeah, I think it's. I always say like what I do now and how I move now. Versus how I would move if I'm 35 and single be a lot different, you know? Yeah. You start looking at so many, your list, your long list of wants and needs in a relationship mm-hmm. get a lot, lot shorter. And it's just like, all right, can you afford these babies? And will our babies look halfway like something? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm in between with it because I feel like you do have other options you like could. What? I mean, as soon as oh, I posted okay. that mm-hmm. question, I seen um, on um, somebody's blog site that they were talking about women freezing their eggs. Adoption is an option. I told y'all, yeah. I think on a previous show, I've already asked my mother, even though she told me no, to be my surrogate. My best friend said she would be my surrogate. Oh, so you have options. Me being 29 and I don't have kids, it's like, yes, I want them, but I'm not going to settle with somebody that I'm I'm not going to be happy with just to have them. Yeah. So when I think of settle, there's times where I have interacted with men and we've had like an amazing time together, but they don't rock my world. Like mm-hmm. they don't give me butterflies. They don't. But I know like hypothetically, if they were the last man on this earth, 
I could live a happy life with them. Mm -hmm. I may not be so emotionally attached or like, I'm just like, wow, this is it. I'd find you in every lifetime type of love, but I could make it work. Like there's some men that I'm like, you know what? If God said, y'all got to get married and figure it out. I know that I wouldn't be miserable, but I don't know if I would have that like, oh, like that. Oh my God. Like I can't live without you type of love. Yeah. So I guess there's like levels to everything. It works for some. I don't think it works for me, but they say you you grow to love a person along the way. I'm not really I'm not really grow. one of them people. That's I feel like if I don't I need to feel it immediately, right I'm, I'm want not to, going yeah. to grow into it. No. So, no. But some people can. Yeah. Cuz some people talk about like I when I first met him, I hated him or he got on my nerves and now look at us and I'm like, "Girl, how? Because I can't stomach the more, like, if I dislike you, then the more time I spend with you, the more I tend to dislike you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not. I mean, everything you do is going to irritate me. Yes. So, shout out to the woman that can go to love a man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I honestly think that if I wanted to have a kid that bad and I was in a position where I could take care of a child by myself and let's say I'm 35, 36, mm-hmm. I would just adopt. Like, I would adopt. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I, you know, if the goal is for the kid, you don't necessarily need the man. Yes, it's a... I don't want to say that. That sounds bad because we do need y'all. So let me take yeah. that back. We need y'all. We need y'all as fathers. We need y'all as husbands. We do need y'all. But if there is a woman out there and she literally just wants the baby, mm-hmm. I wouldn't adopt. settle. Yeah, you can adopt because there's so many kids that need a family regardless if it's a two-parent, one-parent, mm-hmm. three-parent, whatever y'all got right. to offer. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so, I don't know. Well, I already got kids, so. <laughs> and I'm at the point where I will be okay with not having more. Like, I've always wanted three. I've always wanted a girl, but I'm just fucking over it because pregnancy is so shitty, okay? Mm-hmm. So, I'm cool. Like, I don't want to settle, but I think about it all the time. Like, yeah, I probably will end up settling. I don't know, man. I just don't have the time to get to know somebody, and I feel like I don't. I just don't. Selling is so weird. It's like selling is becomes a good idea until you meet somebody, and you're like, okay, this is why I've never settled before because I didn't know I could feel this way, and now I'm feeling this amazing way. You know, like hmm. I don't know. I just always think about how unhappy I would be settling, and that's just what stops me. Cause they're man, it's like miserable. Like, have I ever been in a relationship with somebody? I mean, we can talk about this later. Cause we probably like, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, like that's what the show is like. All right, yeah. So let's let's just move on. So shout outs. Um, I really wanted to shout out everybody that tagged us or sent us the Spotify post. Because we got a lot a lot of people that I didn't even either know, listen, or even paid our podcast any attention, tagged us or sent it to us. So, shout out to you guys. Um, that was all I had for Uh I want to shout out Michaela Bryant. Uh, she is a friend, and she is also starting a podcast. And it's more along the lines of entrepreneurship and starting a business. It hasn't launched yet. She doesn't have a launch date, but I wanted everyone to go and follow her Instagram page. It's all glowed up podcast, and that's on Instagram. Uh, and her Instagram name is underscore hey mk. If you guys want to follow Michaela, so I'm so proud of you. Shout out to you. Can't wait to listen. Hopefully, we can do something in the future. Dope. Okay. Do you have any? 
just want to shout out my mom and my daddy so no I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a shout out. <laughs> okay, well we can jump right into our show, which again it's about love. Um we're gonna first talk about the good things about love and falling in love and things like that. So um, I want to start off by talking about, like, the feelings of being in love and how you know and, like, the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. I usually know when I love someone when I just don't, well, first of all, this it's a number of things, but one of my main things is when I just become blind to other men. Like, I don't even notice that there's other mm-hmm. men around me because I'm just, like, even in their absence, I'm like, yep. I know where I'm going to be at. Like, not even looking at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's when I'm like, wow, I really, like, I love you. Because I'm not even seeing this six foot six, uh, 235, light skin, bearded up, uh, <laughs> tattoos all over his legs and shit. Like, I don't even see this. I don't even see you, for real. You know? That's when I, like, that's when I know, like, oh, shit, I love you. Yeah. I that's one of them. It always just hits me out of nowhere. Like, it'll just be, like, a conversation or something. And it'll just be like, I think I love you. Mm-hmm. But I'm one of those people where I'm scared to say it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like rejection. I have a fear of rejection, mm-hmm. and it's so strong. I remember uh, I asked someone. I was like, you know, hypothetically speaking... If I said I loved you, <laughs> what would you say? I I hate rejection, so I it just it's always just been like a dang I love you, but I think if I had to really like if you're the first person I want to talk to in the morning, oh yeah, yeah. and the last person I want to talk to uh-huh. at night, yeah, I probably love you, yeah, or the first person I think of when I wake up, yeah, and like I think about you throughout the day, like I can't stop thinking about the person. I'm like, oh shit, okay. What about you? How do you know? Uh, um, I don't know. Like, I agree with being blind to other people. I've had that before where it's just like nobody else matters. If I want to be around you all the time and I want you on me and I want to be on you because I really don't like mm-hmm. to touch people. I don't like people touching me. So, mm-hmm. it's like if I'm comfortable with you, um, then love like I can't really describe the feeling it's just one of those things like you just know like it's just magical so Mm -hmm. it's like you want to be with that person 24 fucking 7 Mm -hmm. when they're not around you're like damn like I feel empty you missed it um like I have a warm feeling yeah it's like a warm tingling feeling it's something I don't really know how to just there's there's no words there's no words yeah so um the honeymoon phase yeah. Is like the best part of the relationship. I feel like it's like no no matter what they do, you're just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's the best and the worst cuz that's a lot of shit bullshit yeah. <laughs> gets passed through that yeah. time like you For overlook sure. a lot of things. Yeah. And then once that honeymoon phase dies down you're like Okay, I didn't know you um the shit started <laughs> now. I didn't like I didn't know you like snored like that loud like like, we said Levi's hot. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, like, I didn't like certain things, but the honeymoon, I like, that is one of my favorite phases. And, yeah. like, the long, the, <clears throat> if I could, like, like, draw it out for it to be, like, longer. Longer. 
I feel like some honeymoon phase lasts a week. But what makes <laughs> some, it what makes it die down? Like what makes it go away? I think as you start to learn a person and get to know a person and you become more comfortable with them, yes. mm-hmm. you don't put in as much effort because it's either. like yeah. now you see me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think that's where people go wrong is because they forget to stay in that dating phase or that honeymoon phase even after it's long gone right and I, I think that's what changes things is that you just start to get comfortable with people you don't try as much it's just like okay i mean i already i didn't hooked you now right so i got you now so what do i need i don't need to do nothing else mm-hmm. but that's really when the work starts is once y'all are locked in yeah, I, I, so I you can keep the honeymoon stage going as long as you like are trying and putting forth. Yeah, effort like you said, it. like you like to keep things as spicy. Yeah, as they can be for as long as they can be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's usually in the beginning. Like you want this man to like you, so you're doing extra stuff. You're taking time to do your makeup, and you're taking time mm-hmm. to make sure your bra and your panties match. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So and after you know, once he didn't seen all that, and now you got your hooks in him, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, it's like okay, now. I can take my wig off and I right. can walk around with it in my bonnet and right. I can sleep and I can you know what I mean? Cook you ramen noodles for dinner and exactly. out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know I got some noodles in there. Go get you some. Right. Like, yeah. That's no. true. Okay. Um, do you guys believe in love at first sight? No. I do. There's people I've met and I just, it was something, I don't want to say it was necessarily like a physical, like what I saw. It was just like, this is going to sound... So, okay, it was like our souls kind of connected. <laughs> that was all I'm just saying, like, I feel like our, like, there was some sort of connection, some sort of energy that was transferred that was just not the normal, mm-hmm. not the norm. Like, and it was like, wait a minute, like, I'm kind of attracted or drawn to you. And it may not even <clears throat> be physically, that always helps, but yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like something about what's going on right now. Yeah. It's like, some other shit yeah i'm shallow i do not believe in love at first sight i believe in lust at first sight because if i see you and i'm physically attracted to you that's all i know yeah you're attractive i i want to i want i want to talk to you because you're cute or i have inappropriate thoughts because you're sexy or whatever the case may be but it's definitely not love when i first see you i don't even think i've had the experience of just seeing someone and feeling like my soul is attracted to your soul. I mm-hmm. may have seen something where it's like, hmm, I could connect with that person, but yeah, yeah. I think I've had that experience once. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like so. I didn't really know the guy, but um, I remember seeing his face around like high school days. We didn't go to the same school, but like you know. And then one day was kind of like me and my friend were going out and the place we were going to was kind of like blah. So we just was like randomly like, all right, let's let's go to arena, whatever. And we went and he was there. As soon as I seen him, I was like, oh, my God, like Mm -hmm. this is this guy. I've been crushing on him forever. but I don't really know him. I never spoke to him. And just so happened, she knew his friend that he was with. So she was just like, all right, y'all go talk. I want to go talk to him. It was like instantly I knew like you're for me. Like I just knew. I don't know why, but I don't know. I just knew. And it was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just like, from then it was just like so perfect, you know. Just a disclaimer: she said, "Mm-hmm," because I'm over here whispering a name, <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure it out. I know, I was, I was that was a great too. story. 
Okay, yeah. so you feel like it was like a love at first sight type deal? Mm-hmm. I knew. Was it mostly because of you were physically attracted to him, mm-hmm. or was it just like a combination of things? I think it was a combination. Like, it wasn't just his looks. It was just something about him why I yeah. knew, like, you're for me. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Dang. I've only experienced that one time. I've experienced it. You just made it sound amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys have a love of your life? Like currently? Have you ever felt like that? I should say. I don't know. Because we're all single right now. So if we had a love of our life, I'm sure we would be with them. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> y'all. I do feel like I ha- I have a love of my life, but that's dead now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why I say that is because so I did so much in that relationship just as far as growing into my womanhood and learning so much about myself, changing a lot of habits that I had in relationships when I was when I was younger, like becoming more patient, not trying to be as aggressive, actually listening to what a man has to say. I did so much changing in that relationship that I felt like that was love of my life. But it didn't mm-hmm. work out. And now I just I can't bring myself to have that patience. Y'all know I don't have yeah. I don't have the time. So it's just like, mm, yeah, you were in now you're gone. So Yeah. I'm just kinda chilling. See, my whole thing is I did feel that I had a love of my life, but I don't know if you would consider them the love of your life because it's like that's the person you're meant to be with or it's just like they can still go and you'll end up just going to somebody else. That's just, I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say, but like, no, okay. So for example, you know how we were talking about the post where it's like, uh, a guy doesn't marry the woman he truly right. Loves. I don't want to go too in detail because we're using that for another show. But like, but he marries a person that's there when he's ready. Yeah. So it's just like, mm-hmm. could that happen for like the person that you consider the love of your life? Like, y'all don't work out, so you just you might love this person, but they're not the love of your life, and you end up being with them. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I, yeah. I think it can. But I also feel like with me feeling like I have already met the love of my life, I do feel like the woman that I'm going to be when I find my husband, or when my husband finds me, let me get that right, because I ain't, yeah, (laughs) he got to find his wife. Anyway, so when he finds me, I feel like I'm going to be a totally different person than who I was. So you can have multiple. You can. I think so. Okay. I think so. I, I thought that I had experience like having like the love of my life, but then after... Our, our relationship just, like, changed and we grew older. I was like, okay, yeah. you were not the love of my life. You were the love of that time. Okay. There you go. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I don't know how to put shit in words. <laughs> you got to work with me. <laughs> no. So, yeah, so that's how I, I had the love of that time yeah. in yeah. my life where I was at in that space. Okay. So. Um, so your first, like, serious relationship. Or when you thought you fell in love. Do y'all want to share? The first time I was in love? Um, the first time I was in love, I was probably like 18 years old, I want to say. Yeah. So that was like the first time. Like I had like puppy loves or people that I thought that I guess I loved in high mm-hmm. school. Yeah. But like the first time I think was like definitely when I was like 18 years old. 
Yeah, I think mine was the same. Yeah, it's like that that womanhood. You're like kind of like an adult, and you're yeah. like learning about yourself. And so it was like eighteen. Yeah, mine was the same. I think I was yeah eighteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think you fall in love quicker if the sex is good? Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like so this is weird. So I feel like you fall in love quicker if the sex is good, but when you love someone, the sex is good. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Like, when you love someone, you have this emotional connection to them. It's like, the sex is just, like, out of this world. In my opinion. In your opinion. I feel like it's not, in most cases, it's not really love. When you, the sex is good, so you think you love somebody. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah. For me, I don't feel like sex makes me fall in love quicker. I... I'm able to separate the two. Yeah. So, it could be amazing sex, and it's just amazing sex. Now, I do agree with Lynn that when you love a person, the sex seems to be amazing. Because I have experienced that where it's like, oh, my God, I'm so in tune with you. Mm -hmm. And then after it was over, and you, you know, sometimes you run back. I ran back. Anyway, and Mm -hmm. it was like, why? even yeah like blah. and it's like you don't even do half of the things i like why was right. i so feeling like we were spiritually connected like <laughs> yeah no yeah. so mm-hmm. i feel like it can vary yeah. yeah i don't know i just don't i haven't really experienced like i'm one of those people like i like i want to be in love with who i am having sex with yeah so casual good sex i'm just like what's that you know like i just i don't know i don't know it's weird but i could see how like if you so happen to fall in love with a man that has really good sex it could kind of cloud your judgment and make Mm -hmm. you fall more madly in love with him yeah you know so i don't know and then i also think that when a relationship is going downhill the sex could very well be amazing but then when it starts to go downhill the sex is just trash like it's oh, not absolutely because i think women at a certain point like i feel like when we're younger it can be more of a physical thing like it is for a man but as we start to grow and our minds start to change it's more mental so it's mm-hmm. like if you can't stimulate me mentally you're yeah. not going to do it for me physically absolutely i agree i agree so this, this also <laughs> makes me want to cry a little <laughs> We didn't even got to the bad part. Yet. I know. <laughs> I'm not getting a little teary. I'm like, oh, that's <clears throat> so, what are some things you could do to help stay in love? Like, how do you stay in love with somebody? I feel like it's a combination of things. Like I said, you you cannot get comfortable. I think that's. Uh, never mind. I wait because we're bringing that up later. Um. It's a combination of things. You don't want to get comfortable. You have to always date that person. Do date nights. Do fun things. It doesn't always have to be spending money. Right. Um, And then you have to... I feel like a relationship has to stand on a friendship. Because there's going to be times where I don't like you. There's going to be times where you don't like me. It's going to be times where we do not feel that fire for one another. But if the rela- if the friendship is there and we can just do things like laugh and just enjoy company, yeah. you can build back to that. So I feel like the friendship is what helps you stay in love with that person. And, you know, just 
like we say, you know, keep it spicy, you know, just keep it interesting. Keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. It's all kinds of ways. Yeah. I, I feel like those are probably the more important ones for me. Um, and then just try to always understand, you know what I mean? Because I know I'm a complicated person. I think any woman can be complicated. And just understanding you have to be there for one another. I agree. I think friendship is definitely important. I think communication is very important. Trust, first and foremost. Like, you have to trust that person. You have to be comfortable with them. You have to be able to work through your differences. Um, and... Once again, like you said, not getting too comfortable. Like, keep reminding that person why you love them and why they're important to you. You have to appreciate one another. And I know some people, they say they don't really take the book seriously, the five love languages. Because everybody receives and gives love differently. Yeah. So I think, just like we've discussed, always revisiting that book after so many years because it, your love language changes. So, mm-hmm. for me, it's words of affirmation, physical touch. You know what I mean? So... You have to pour into, and we discussed that, I think, on the Valentine's Day episode, pouring into one another in the way that you both receive love. Right. Yeah. I think the friendship is such a huge thing. Like, I think it it has its good and its bad to it, because sometimes once the love has just really depleted, you sometimes still have that friendship, and you think you could build the love back up. And so it's like, but it's like one of those things that it's like, it's necessary. I, I have to be best friends with the person that I'm in a relationship with mm-hmm. and not just to say it because it sounds good in a, face, a Facebook caption or Instagram post. Like I literally, that has to be my best, my very, very best friend. So I think when you have that friendship there, I think you can, you can continue to con- fall in love with that person every single day. So I think that in, um, Communication is huge and and staying in love, keeping it spicy, like all the things you guys said, like it's I feel like it's all the things that people know to do, but at some point in time people just care to do it. Like Mm -hmm. you know, like you have to care, you have to want to be in love with your partner, you know? Because there's gonna be some times where you would rather not choose to love that person, you know? Like it when people say like every day love's a choice, you have to choose to love that person. I do agree. So, okay. Do you think you can love two people at the same time? Um, no, I don't. I thought I did at one point in time, but then I realized after, I was like, okay, no. I don't think I actually loved either one of (laughs) y'all. Because had I loved one of them, I would not have been able to think that I could fall in love with someone else. This is how me and my mind is set up. You know, like if I had really loved the first guy that I was with, um, my boyfriend at the time, I would not have been able to meet someone else and think that I could love them too. So I was just like, "Mm." I thought so. But I was like, no. I was like, one of y'all just knew and one I'm just comfortable with. Yeah. So. I'm saying no too because... Like we said in the beginning, when you love somebody, no one else matters. Yes. So right. I say no. Yeah. Are we talking about love or in love? In love. Yeah, love. you can love shit. You can love out. You can love 20 motherfuckers <laughs> like, yeah, I love all y'all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know? Like, as my bitches love me. Because I'm saying, yeah. look at y'all like, Really? Because no. y'all said love. I don't know. No, in love. Okay, in, in love. love. Um, no, I don't think that you can be in love 
with two people at the same time. And I agree with what Lynn said, because if I'm in love with you as I claim to be, I can't give that to someone else. So it's all or nothing. Yeah. Okay. I agree. All right. Well, let's get into falling out of love. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Um, <laughs> so what makes you fall out of love with someone Do you ever really fall out of love? I was about to ask y'all, like, do you feel like you fall out? I do. I think you can. I think you can. Just because I feel like once, for me, falling out of love with someone, falling out of love with someone is just when you, like you said, when, you know, you're not there mentally and then the sex, you're just kind of like not into it. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not in awe for them Mm -hmm. anymore. Like, it's just not the same. Like... You wake up and you look at it and you like, get out of my face. But then I have a question. How do you know that this just isn't a rough patching relationship? Like, I want, you know, like. Because I feel like rough patches, you can get over those. And when you, when time has gone past and nothing has changed, I think maybe you don't love them anymore. This might be a little deep, but I feel like, you know, it's not a rough patch. If I'm praying for you consistently, I love you. I am in love with you. I mean, I pray for my friends. I pray for anybody. Mm -hmm. But for me, if I'm constantly and continuously praying for you, and then my prayers change from me praying for you to me praying to get out of this, I don't love you anymore. I'm not in love with you anymore. Mm -hmm. I may still pray for your well-being, but if it's me saying, God, how do I get out of this? God, please show me my exit. God, like... Why am I still here? God, I don't, I'm not in love with having flashbacks. And I'm just, I need that confirmation. You know what I mean? Like, women always need that confirmation. You already know it's time to go. Yes. So if I stop, if my prayers change, no, that's real. It's a wrap. I just haven't really got there yet. Yeah. Yeah. That is so real. When you become, when you start praying, like, God, help me to get out of this. Like, I need out. Send an angel. Meow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Send a few. Send a few. Let's go. Yeah. I, I'm gonna be kicking and screaming because like I think I wanna be here, but I'm falling out of love. Like I definitely know. And it's like a feeling. It's an indescribable feeling. Like yeah. and sometimes you just wake up and you're like, Okay. This isn't it. Yeah. But you can today. And it's like it just gradually happens. And then yeah. before you know it, one day turns into 10. And then 10 days turns into day 58. And then day 58, now I'm at day 122. And it's just like I am literally like each day it's less love, less love, yeah. less love, mm-hmm. less love. And it's just like, wow, we're the love levels are kind of low. <laughs> you know, we're depleting here. And that's when it's just like. I think at that point, wow. you're just waiting for the perfect time to just... To do it, yeah. Be gone. To get out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the shitty part. And like, that's the thing, like I said in the other episode, if, if it's never, I don't want to I don't want to fight with anybody else. Because right. like I said, the hard times are going to happen. Those rough patches are going to come. Right. But if I don't want to do this with you, mm-hmm. why am I doing this at yeah. all? Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't want to... Like, okay, you know what? I can find somebody else that mm-hmm. can treat me better in mm-hmm. a heartbeat. It should be like, we are going to work through right. this. We right. are going to talk about it. We are going to figure it out. Right. I don't care if it takes a day or a week or a month. Mm-hmm. We're going to get there. You see the post on Facebook and the lady, they've been married for 40 years. And she was like, I, it was never that serious for me to leave. Right. Yeah. And it was just that. Like, it's not complicated. We make it. 
complicated. We make yeah. it complicated. And I'm a daydreamer. I don't. Do you guys daydream a lot? Yeah, I do. I sometimes I've talked about how sometimes I'm sometimes more present in my mind than I am out here. So I daydream a lot. So like. I know when I'm falling out of love with someone, when I begin to daydream about, like, this fictional character in my mind that I, like, make up. Yeah. And it's the weirdest shit ever, but it's like, okay, I'm not with you. Like, I'm in this relationship where I have this person that I'm dating or I'm dealing with, but, like, in my drive, like, I'm driving home or I'm driving to work and I'm thinking about marriage and I'm thinking about growing old and, like, this person is not. It's not that person. It's not that person that I'm thinking of Mm -hmm. experiencing these things with. Like, I made up some fictional character in my mind. Like, oh, that's who I'm going to be marrying or someone else. I'm like, damn. Yeah. That's when I know. Okay. Um... So I wanted to bring up like how sometimes in relationships you feel like you're sacrificing your own happiness or sacrificing who you are to make sure the other person is comfortable. And I think that's when like problems happen too. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you can't be yourself because you you're walking on eggshells and you don't want the other person to get upset. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a major issue like in why things go wrong. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I I always say and I'll say it until I'm blue in the face when you're compatible, you don't have to compromise as much. That's true. And sometimes you do begin to compromise and sacrifice your own personal happiness in hopes that they'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And I think the shitty part about it is when you're doing it and you realize your partner isn't doing it. Like, because there's going to be some compromises. There's going right, to be some sacrifices. <laughs> but then when it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm sacrificing all of this to make sure you're happy. What are you doing to ensure my happiness? Yeah. That's when it's just like, fuck this shit. For me, it's like this. I'm willing to compromise and sacrifice on my wants. I'm not willing to sacrifice and compromise on my needs. And my need for happiness, I'm not compromising that. Mm -hmm. So there are certain things that you're able to give up in a relationship or put on the back burner in a relationship to make sure that that person is happy. But if someone, if you start to do things that you wouldn't normally do and you see yourself stepping out of your own character in a mm-hmm. negative way, I think females will tend to do all of these different things that in their mind they're like, I wouldn't do this. This isn't me. This isn't my character. This isn't. This is sacrificing who I am to please somebody else. Then it's a problem. And like she said, when you're compatible, you don't have to compromise as much. So, like I said, the once I can let those go. Those can go to the back. Like like I said, stupid stuff like you don't put the toilet seat down or you don't cook or you don't clean. I can want a man that cleans the house, but I'm willing to take that responsibility on. You know what I mean? If it just makes you happy to not have to clean. Like, perfect example, my ex know I'm he, I'm so big on making my bed in the morning. Like, I don't care if I'm running late for work. I'm going to make my bed in the morning. When we decide to move in together, I'm like, babe, can you please just make sure the bed is made? Like, that's all I ask. You don't have to do nothing else. And he knew how frustrated I would get behind him not making the bed. So then time started to pass, and I would see I'd come home and the bed would be made because I'd be home. And I'm like, I, I love you. You know what I mean? So the once, he was willing to give up the want to... The, you know, the urge to not make the bed because he knew it would make me happy if he did. So, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But your happiness, no. I don't think you should ever sacrifice or compromise your happiness to please somebody else. Yeah. Especially if they're not, if it's not reciprocated. Right. Okay. So, what, like, what are some things 
that hold people back from leaving? Like, why do you think people stay in relationships when they're not happy? Because I feel like some people stay in relationships and they just don't leave. Like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I'm thinking maybe they they have some hope that it will get better. Or what do you guys think? Afraid of the unknown. Yeah. A lot of times when I would stay in situations and relationships when I was unhappy, it's because I didn't know what was next. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Like, you start to think, like, well, will I fall in love again? You start to ask yourself yeah. stupid-ass questions like, will I find somebody else? Will yeah. I fall in love again? Is this going to get better? Or you just don't know. It's like the fear of the unknown. And I, that's when I feel like you know when you are done with the situation because the unknown of whatever is happening becomes more appealing than what you know that this relationship has to offer. So it's like when it comes up, it's like, listen, I'm willing to leave this situation and my next relationship be shitty. But I, I want to find out. I have that curiosity to find out. So mm-hmm. I think that sometimes you're comfortable. Sometimes you don't want to see that other person fall in love with somebody else. And sometimes it's for selfish reasons. Sometimes it's because you have kids. Sometimes it's because you guys live together. Like, it's because of things like, things that I guess shouldn't matter as much as your own happiness. Yeah. yeah. Some people just don't like to be alone. So they're willing to stay in a situation even though it's not good for them. And they're willing to literally destroy themselves Mm -hmm. because they don't want to be alone. Yeah. That's definitely a big one I see a lot. People don't want to be alone. They, um, I think some people stay because maybe a person has destroyed them, their insecurities, or Mm -hmm. just mentally put in their head that nobody else will want them. Oh, my God, girl. I think that's a huge (laughs) one, too. Yeah, I've heard that. I've been wanting to leave relationships, and I'm like, well, I don't know why, because... The next nigga just gonna do you just as bad. Right. <laughs> so she's like that. Well, let me find out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. You know? I, hate, yeah. I hate when guys say that. Uh, like, you're not gonna I mean, find nobody you're not else. gonna find nobody like me. I hope I don't. Uh, please, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. So yeah. guys, guys are good for being like, you're not gonna find nobody else like me. You're not gonna. No one else is gonna be in a relationship with you. No one's gonna be able to put up with your shit. Mm-hmm. You're the like they try to scare you and, and make you feel like you're not relationship, enough. right? Yeah. Instead of just treating you like how you need to be treated, they want to scare you into leaving this situation, this shitty situation. Well, saying that you're gonna get into a shittier situation. Like, mm-hmm. bruh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna roll the dice on this exactly. one. Yeah. And I know another thing, and I I had experienced this. Some people, like she said, it's the fear of the unknown. Especially if you're living to with the person that you're with, and you guys decide to go separate ways, you have to figure out how you're going to maintain everything on your own and things mm-hmm. like that. So it some and a lot of people stay married because of the convenience of not having to do it all by mm-hmm. themselves yeah. so I know that was something that I struggled with and it was like well how am I going to do this and how am I going to do that and I've had this conversation with someone before like when you're not supposed to be somewhere you see how much it drains you well you don't see it in the midst of it but then once you get out of it blessings start coming like that and you see it's like you can breathe again so it was like all these things I was worried about or concerned about or scared like well how am I going to do this this and this and this once I actually left the situation, everything just transitioned for me smoothly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I think people stay together for convenience. Um, 
And I know for me personally, I stay because it's like, I don't know. I can't even say for kids because my kid was a reason why I left the relationship. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, now I have a child. You know, I don't want them seeing none of this. Me unhappy, us fighting or going through anything like that. So that was a reason for me to leave. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, fuck this. Like, right. no. Um, But it's hard. Like, it's definitely real when you just like, damn, I got to do this by myself. But it's like, you know you're done when you're like, I'm willing to struggle. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's like, when you know you're done. Yeah. Another reason I think that we don't talk about or think about it, sometimes the image, we stay because of the image. We yeah. stay yeah. because we stay because we don't want to let other people know that we failed. Like, yeah. especially when you have a relationship and it may be a toxic relationship and you're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then it just gets to the point where it's like, I don't want to hear, I told you so from my homegirls. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear my parents yeah. now. Like, yeah. I don't want to, like, almost like I'm going to force to make this work because I've been through hell and back. So yeah. this shit better work. Right. You know, like, it gets to the point where it's like, fuck it. And I this think, shit better work. Exactly. <laughs> and I think another thing to to kind of branch off of that is like that, I think that's why I'm so I I try to be it's it's always been me that's like I don't want to post my relationships I don't mm-hmm. want to post the person that I'm with I've always experienced that I date guys who want to be mm-hmm. out on social media with the relationship and it's always been a choice to more so do it for them than right. for it to just happen organically and me right. do it on my own right. it's because. Now you have a whole bunch of people who mm-hmm. don't care nothing about you, mm-hmm. who don't know you. They're not mm-hmm. really wanting to see you succeed. Mm-hmm. No. And then you have to go through the whole, okay, now I got to take the pictures down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I got to, you know what I mean? I got to go through all of this again. People, and, and I've talked about this on the show before, like girls sending hard eyes on my pictures. But then as soon as you see that the guy I was with ain't on my pictures no more, you and his DM, like, oh, what happened to you and Brandy? Yeah. Like, you got to <laughs> right. go. Like, it's just. It's a lot. You know what I mean? And I had put a post up where it was like, date in private, love in private, take your L's in private so you can build yourself back up and do all of that in private. You know what I mean? Right. It's a right. difference between privacy and secrecy. But I, I think that's why I'm always like, eh, no, because it's just. And there was a couple that. Uh, you might know the girl. I think she's friends with one of your friends. Her and her guy was together for like two years and nobody knew until they posted their engagement. They literally posted nothing. I don't even know if they commented on anything. And they posted their engagement. And I thought that was dope. Like, let's be solid. Like, let's be completely solid in this before we even allow people to interject Mm -hmm. their thoughts, their opinions, their prayers for us to downfall. All of that. Let's Mm -hmm. make sure we're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wish, I think my next, I would love my next situation to be like that because, I don't know, I think thinking about what people think has been like, it's held me back from either wanting to work something out or, like you said, just leaving because I know one of my relationships, I still have people to this day be like, oh my gosh, I just love y'all and... (laughs) relationship goes and I'm just like why you know like, what I'm saying love, like y'all love, love the image of yeah. us y'all, love us. y'all don't know the nitty gritty of us honestly speaking before you and I did the podcast I noticed it you know what I mean like people notice it and it's, and it's wasn't necessarily me coming from a nosy perspective but you start to see the changes like mm-hmm. and then it makes you want to go to the other person's page and look at their stuff and like, see what's oh, going on yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's not for me too though it's not my business right. I, at the time I didn't know you from a hole in the wall so it's like it's so noticeable, and that's why, like, I remember, 
me and him had a conversation. And I just told him, like, so he asked me, well, do you really care about what people think? I'm like, at some point I do because it's not that I'm looking for, you know, people's opinion or whatever. But it's like I, if I'm going to be with somebody, I want my friends and my family to be happy for me. I don't mm-hmm. want to be in a relationship and everybody just like, mm, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, oh so to a certain extent, I care. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, I feel like it's a problem when we let the world into our relationship because I've never have been that person where I'm just like, oh, let me put everything on social media or, you know, I remember in the beginning of our, of our relationship, we like, we ain't going to be those people. I'm like, we now we talk about people that do shit like that and we became that yes. couple and yeah. it's just like how do you come back from that you know yeah, it's just true. like if I was to get back with you the whole world won't be like just having so much shit to just say and it's like I don't want to think about that yeah but that's what definitely that's definitely what it is and I know in my experience <laughs> it was like my ex was getting questions about why I wasn't posting things mm-hmm. you know what I mean he had questions about why I would only post on one social mm-hmm. media platform and not the other mm-hmm. so I guess that's that for me it was like I don't need validation from mm-hmm. nobody because one I feel like at the time we were going through problems what am I posting you for mm-hmm. we ain't happy in this house what, what am I posting yeah. for right. and that's just being straight up mm-hmm. honest like so you want me to get on here and tell the world babe relationship mm-hmm. goes and mm-hmm. I'm really at a point now where it's like I I don't know if this is going to go right or left. You know what I mean? So it's like I hate that people feel like things have to be validated when it comes to these relationships because it's nobody's business. And I remember telling him that, like, look, don't nobody pay my bills here. Don't nobody put food in this house. Mm -hmm. Don't nobody call on us, check on us, see if we need anything. Why are they asking you why ain't Brandy posting? You assist good? Why are you worried about it? Mm-hmm. Why? Right. Yeah. Like, just being that, that nosy shit. Right. And then I just feel like when you do put it all out there, so it's like if, if y'all have a problem and y'all get back together, it's like you feel obligated to have a public apology and you shouldn't even have to do that. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely like, I, the whole social media, and it, it makes it a lot harder to fall out of love with someone or be able to I guess end the relationship how it needs to be ended because it's like you have that whole everyone's looking like what's going on right what's happening with them oh shit she ain't posted a picture oh shit now she got her titties out it must be you know what I'm saying like oh it's lit like you know she going she going out more wearing less like oh shit right right you know in the comments yeah like it's it's some crazy it's something going on in that household so I definitely feel like um, staying in a relationship sometimes because of social media or because of the image that you have out there mm-hmm. is definitely one of those things. So private might be the way to go next. For next sure. Year. And it's not secrecy. Uh, to me, it's, and I, I can't win this argument to save my life, but I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to get the right guy. That's like, I'm girl, babe. I'm with that. Let's but do see, I feel like, you know, as long as you're not appearing to be single, yeah. Like, as long as y'all know, like, because you know how you can sometimes appear to be single mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on social media without yeah. saying in the caption, I'm single as fuck, y'all. What's up? Like, you can appear in just some of your actions and how you move. Like, you, I can't explain it. I don't I was know. I say, I need an explanation because apparently I, I, I look too available and I don't even know what the hell I'll be posting. So, nothing. People, they just, no, that's, just a, that's a man's <laughs> like, emotion. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> But I feel like I know, you know when someone is moving a certain type of, I can tell. And maybe I just got, I don't know. I, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I can't explain it, though. I'm trying to think of an example. Okay. For, so, when when I ended my relationship, 
you start posting the memes, you yeah. know, bashing the niggas, the music okay. you listen to. Uh-huh. I definitely went out more. I started showing my titties was- a little more. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. people would notice, like, oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely did all of that. Yeah, and then I got a little more friendlier, you know. Yeah, catches get a little right. more racier. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like, what is it in you? You moving a lot differently. Right. And I remember he was like, you ain't show your boobs when you was with yeah. me. Like, you're right, I didn't. Because they were for you. Yeah, now, I was being down. I can kind of live friendly. <laughs> now these titties is for everybody. <laughs> you know, but no. I definitely, yeah, when I got out of my relationship, I, I mean, first of all, all the pictures is coming down. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. yeah all yeah, that sure. shit. <laughs> I remember, go. I don't even know who I was. I, I don't know. It was a situation or something. I remember getting on Facebook like, I'm sitting here in my car crying laughing because now I am that girl. I have to go through and delete all yes. these pictures. Yes. Like, yes, yes, yes. Like, and if I had an IG story, like, back in the day, I'd be like, yes, I deleted all the pictures. <laughs> yes, you're damn right, motherfucker. It's over with. I know y'all talking shit. I'm going to talk shit with y'all. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Y'all not, like, come on now. Yeah. All my pictures definitely came down, but I think it was because it wasn't that, all right, we broke up, I got to take all this shit down. My whole thing was the respect wasn't there anymore, so I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to be doing this, then you got to go. You ain't going to be on my page. Yeah, and I didn't want people, I didn't want it to be any sort of, like, question, like, wait, are they still together? Are they Mm -hmm. not together? Because I seen him doing this, and I seen her here, so no. I was like, you know what, I don't got a lot of pictures on my page. Have y'all ever deleted Charles' whole Instagram? I haven't. I did that. This was like 2014. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. I deleted my whole Instagram. Like, deleted Fuck everything. <laughs> I um, deleted uh, Twitter. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. But I no. think that's around the time I stopped tweeting, too. See, I told y'all I just messed my whole life up. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I mean, y'all know my thing. I start cutting hair. Like, <laughs> I just start going in the middle. Dead ass one time, I went home, and I just literally looked at myself in the mirror, and I just was like, I done like a wedding to a temple. Like, and I mean, like, I got, like, two inches of I hair. Before, too. I don't know if it was because of a relationship, but I literally was just standing in the mirror. Yeah. Cut it all off. Nobody ever knew, because, you know, I'll keep a weave in a heartbeat, but chop it all off. Like, I'm having one of those days. I flip around and go home right now. <laughs> Look at myself in the mirror like, <laughs> I can't cut my own hair. <laughs> I can't cut my own hair. I can't cut my own hair. I'm just like, y'all, I cut my shit. <laughs> I mean, we was just talking about haircuts earlier. I think we all ready for a haircut. Big yeah. <laughs> Big chop. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to speak on breaking points because I feel like a lot of niggas don't understand like that Having a woman having a breaking point is real. Oh my god, yeah. Like, I, they be just looking at you like, damn, how can you just yeah. get up one day and just be gone? Like, you gave up so easily, but like, bro, it's they been happening. It's right. real. It happens over time. Like, it's been happening. I just now, like, I had a guy tell me before, like, I honestly didn't think you were going anywhere. I'm like, okay, well. Somebody told me that too. They was like, I really thought you would never do me like this. And then you did. And I was just like, damn, she don't really love me. I had somebody tell me something similar. It was just like, I'm like, we were having so many problems. And he responded was like, we weren't even arguing. What? Where? That's when you know when you don't even want to argue with the nigga no more. That's when you know. He was like, we weren't even arguing. 
what relationship were you in? Because we were in two totally different relationships here. Because, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think God understand that. It's like you said, we will mentally leave the Check relationship. Out. Oh my God. And y'all don't even know it. And then three, four months later, she mm-hmm. just get up and leave. And then you're like, what happened? Like, bro, I've been gone. You just didn't right. know. Yeah. yeah. I tried to tell you. And that just let you know how they weren't paying attention to you. Like, right. come on now, you should know. Like, I'm not doing the same things that I once did. Mm-hmm. So you should know something's going on. And like, they don't pay attention. And that's why when you ready to go, that's when they like, fuck, like, let me get my shit together. Let me get yeah. it back. And you just like, it's too late. I'm it's too out. fucking late. Yeah. I've already checked out. Like, guys, I feel like need to pay attention more. Because I feel like as a woman, we pay attention a lot. Like, I know when things, there's a yeah, shit in the relationship. Know yeah. You know, because you're like, mm. Man. You be like, he didn't yeah. kiss me good morning this morning. You know, I, I, I know. And people yeah. be like, you're just tripping. Ain't nothing wrong. I know. But sometimes a guy, I think, doesn't even know that, that, they, that they're like, they're you checking can, out, but they're not knowing that they're letting you know that they're checking out. You can out. text me and I'll catch a vibe through a yeah, text. Like, eh, sure. what's your problem? Mm-hmm. Like, like what, what do you I feel like when you here? really know somebody and how they move, you mm-hmm. know when shit is off. Mm-hmm. And they always be trying to make you feel like you tripping. Like, no, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, like hide it a little bit better next time. Yeah. Please. What was but, that post? I sent you it was like, Instinct something or crazy something the whole time I was right or something like yeah. that. It was like my instincts be telling me something the whole time I was right. Yeah. So I think we know. You know. Yeah. But niggas don't because they fucking stupid. They're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> I, but to answer the breaking point thing, I feel like for me, when I start to feel like I I don't have peace, like I'm not centered because I'm one of the people, like I will literally have an anxiety attack if too much is going on at once. Mm-hmm. So... If my if I have to start feeling like I'm just not in a peaceful place, mm-hmm. that's a breaking point for me because I'm not going to be anywhere mm-hmm. where I don't feel calm, I don't feel balanced, I don't feel at peace. Right. Nothing's worth that to me. Like, and I've took so much time to like build that. Mm-hmm. It, I no, like it's not. I'm not changing that for nobody. Yeah. yeah. So that's true. It definitely just it takes. It takes some time for me to get there, but I know, like, once I start telling you to do certain shit and then I notice you're not doing it, then that's when the process starts where I'm just like, all right, he ain't going to do it. I ain't going to complain about it no mm-hmm. more. I'm not going to bitch about it no mm-hmm. more. So you slowly just check out, and then one day you like, oh, it's time to go. Yeah, like, okay, cool. And they be like, stay. You be like, no, fuck that. Like, bro. no. Yeah, I think, and that's the best way, like, I like to, it sounds terrible, but I like to, like, ease my way out of that relationship like I like to start mentally checking out because when it's over with it's like I've already grieved this relationship yeah you're good I've been grieving this relationship for the past three months like I'm at peace with it Mm -hmm. like now I just need to physically remove myself that's like the last step right mentally they don't think I'm gone right but now okay now I just gotta pack up my body right that's (laughs) it you know because my emotions are at the door, right. Wait for me to pick them up and leave because right. they they've been out, they've been gone. That's true. So yeah, I so. think in, in one of my relationships, I didn't even tell him. It was just kind of like we got into it, and I one day I'm like, I left work early. Mm-hmm. And not expecting him to be home, but he was. So I was just like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to my grandma's for a few days. Next thing I know, I never came back. And he was like, where you at? I'm like, right. nigga, I'm not coming back. <laughs> like, this I permanently it. moved out. Like, <laughs> this is it. This is it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So, do you think you guys can, like, learn to love somebody again? So, if you felt like you you weren't there anymore and the love was gone, do you think you guys can get back to loving each other again? Like, or once it's dead, it's dead. I want to say, I think I, I feel like you can kind of hype yourself to think you're back in love with that person. And then, once it comes back around, you're like, oh, no, this was... This wasn't really me being in love. Yeah. I, you can like, you know what I'm saying? You, you all get what I'm trying to yeah. say. Like, there's been times where I was falling out of love, and like I thought I could make myself like fall back in love, or I mm-hmm. thought I was falling in love, and then you realize like, oh shit, no, Damn. my bad. We didn't bring Like my bad. Like nope, I actually am not in love with you, <laughs> and this is it. Yeah, I know. I've I've been in that place where it's like you try to work something out and it's like okay we need to start by trying to be friends Mm -hmm. and trying to work back to the relationship but then I encounter these little reminders as to why like yeah this is why why you yeah (laughs) like you're like okay this is this is the reason why like I should have never came back like now I wasted your time and my time and I find myself like God please give me a sign like what is going on what should I do and every time I pray they piss me the fuck and I'm like see and that's God told me but you (laughs) praying you having to pray for a sign is a sign is a sign right yeah yeah that's true you know like that if I'm to the point where I'm praying for a sign that is a sign yeah I I think the the only way that can work out is that if two people have really made the necessary changes, mm-hmm. um, then it could work. I mean, you mm-hmm. have to. You, you have to. You but have you know to what? do the work. You it, know what I, mean? it, I guess it really also depends on what your relationship has been through, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes. I have, like, had a relationship. It was toxic. We tried to bring it back again even maybe a year later or months later. And then things are going good maybe, but still in the back of my mind I have these terrible memories yeah. mm-hmm. of what things were or what happened Same. in the past. Like, And now it's like we had a perfect day. You know, we could have mm-hmm. went to the fucking the moon and back. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, that's so crazy because that one year I remember, you know, like we went to the moon and back, and then you and then you took another bitch to the moon right. after we just got back, and then you took her around to the stars, and I didn't like that shit, you know, like it's like like I literally could be having the perfect day, like everything could be amazing, and then we're watching TV. And I'm like, damn, that bitch look like the one chick that you was cheating on me with. And then now my whole, you know, like, sometimes it's like you've been through so much in your relationship Mm -hmm. and there is no turning back. Yeah. There is no coming back around because it's just dead. Like, we got to dead this shit. So. Or I think when when you're trying to work it out and you find yourself not wanting to do the things that you once did before, you're Mm -hmm. just like, no, you're just kind of there just because. Yeah. It's just the shell of. Yeah. It's just the shell. Type right. thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I say this all the time when something's not growing, it's dead. Ooh, damn, Brandy. Why you gotta do it like <laughs> that? Why you gotta drop that bomb on me like that? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the importance of apologizing and putting the effort towards changing. I think you brought this up. Yeah, I brought this up because um my ex, and this was really good advice, his grandfather had told him that a relationship or a marriage should be a competition of who can apologize first and who can apologize the most. Because we, I know I used to be the type of person where it's like, I'm not apologizing unless I feel like I'm wrong. 
You mm-hmm. cannot pull an apology out of me. Um, as I start to grow and learn, sometimes an apology is just needed. Whether you think you're right or you're wrong, it does a lot for someone. And I know it's been times now that I've gotten older where it's like, I just want an apology. Like, you don't have to, whether you think you're right or wrong, I just need an apology. Um, so I think the the importance of apologizing and actually making effort will help a relationship because you can't just apologize and not change your behavior. Mm-hmm. We see that post all the time that, you know, the best way to apologize is change behavior. Mm-hmm. So, but I think it's good for people to understand back to what his grandfather said of who can apologize the most is because, again, people will mess up so much in the course of a relationship or a marriage or whatever case may be. It's going to be a lot of messing up. So you have to get that out of you to say, I'm sorry, and to also forgive. Mm-hmm. So that's all I was really thinking with that is like I know I used to be the type of person where it's like I'm not apologizing I didn't do nothing wrong right or I would I would say I would apologize that you know your feelings got hurt in the process and that's not, a smack in the face sorry for what I did I'm mm-hmm. an asshole so, you know what I mean like yeah. I used to say that all the time like I I had been in a situation and I have also said this on the show I was in a relationship and I had cheated and I told my ex at the time I'm like you know I apologize that your feelings got hurt in the process but I'm not apologizing for what I did. For cheating, Brandy? <laughs> Here's my logic. Did that, Mom? I, I, mean, I don't remember. <laughs> She's like, like, fucking apology. This was like <laughs> nine years ago. But okay. my thing with the whole cheating thing is like, what exactly are you apologizing for? Because you knew what you were doing before you did it. You knew mm-hmm. what you were doing while you were doing it. And you knew what you was doing when you was lying after the fact. So what? where in that are you actually sorry? Mm-hmm. Because your feelings got hurt. That's, or my feelings got hurt. That's mm-hmm. what you're apologizing for is because I, I was collateral damage in the process of all of that. But you're mm-hmm. not sorry for the action. So what are you apologizing for? Mm-hmm. Looking back on that now, it was a bitch thing to say. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. But you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like you sometimes the apology is just needed whether you feel like you're wrong or, or not. And it should never be a but. It should just always be, I apologize. Yeah. People always will say, I apologize. But mm-hmm. you got to take that but out of there. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it defeats the whole apology. Yeah. Um, I think my thing is, even if you're not wrong, I still want... I'm okay with you saying I apologize for how I made you feel. Because shit, I'm like that too. Like, I may not... I don't feel like I did anything wrong. But the fact that you felt away or mm-hmm. I hurt you, I'm going to apologize for that. Yeah. yeah. I need to change behavior. Yes, that's, 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 that's yeah, like, change yeah, for sure. I need that. Like sometimes, maybe you won't say sorry, but I need that change behavior because there's been times where I've received apologies and probably no, not a, a two seconds later, you're back you're to doing the same exact thing that yeah. that you just apologized for. Yeah. So, I, the apology is nice. It makes me feel good, but without the change of behavior, you're just blowing smoke up my ass, and now you're insulting my intelligence. Right. I agree. So I let's agree. just put that out there that change behavior is necessary. You have to do that. Yeah, but I feel like that is the apology. Yeah, right. Because I also got to a point where it's just like, if you ain't changing, it's like, I don't even want to hear you say sorry, and I'm right. not going to forgive you. Yeah. Because right. it's like, you saying that, but I'm like, okay, I yeah. don't care. Right. You're going to do it anyway, or mm-hmm. I'm tired of you doing it over and over, so don't even fucking apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, after so many, I mean, after the second time, it's a decision at that point. Like, right. It's not a mistake. Because you it's know not, better. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a decision. You you chose to do what you mm-hmm. did, so don't be sorry about that. Right. Move how you move. Um, the next thing is all you two. What was it? Oh, making changes for you and not, the per- and not for the person uh, to see things your way. I feel like a lot of times people make changes, but it's with 
the wrong intentions. It's like, well, I'm going to do this so you can come back to me or so you won't leave me instead of just understanding, like, I don't have patience. Like, I say that all the time on show, like, I don't have patience. That's something that I need to change for Brandy, not because I want you to stay with me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a choice to do right shouldn't lead into just someone reacting off of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's Okay, like, yeah. So that, I remember we had this conversation, like, don't change to get something from me. Like, just do it because you literally want to be a different person. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that shit is so annoying. Where it's like, so then it's like, you want you want to do something nice to get a reaction out of me or to get me to do something for you. And then when I don't do it, you fucking blowing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. like, change for yourself. Don't do it for me or don't do it to get something in return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically. That's important. Yeah. Because if it doesn't work, then you're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so just do what you need to do for you. Mm-hmm. I agree. And like she said, don't don't blow smoke up my ass. Don't say I want to be a better person. I want to, mm-hmm. I want to, and you're just saying it because you want me to come back or do right. Some, you know, do something mm-hmm. different. No, yeah. mm-hmm. change because you want to change. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that goes back to like when you get with someone. I feel like people. I feel like people forget to to already. I feel like when you get in a relationship, you have to already be together. Like, in some way, like, I just, I feel like a person can't, I feel like you can grow with somebody, but they can't, like, what am I looking for? Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But basically, I feel like you have to have yourself together before, when you get with somebody. Because you can't come in a relationship already fucked up. That makes mm-hmm. sense. I don't know. That I, makes sense. It, when in my head, it makes sense, but I really can't say how no. I'm trying to say it. But then I also think that the the right person, and it could just be the right person at the time, will motivate, not necessarily motivate you, but motivate you to want to make those changes. For example, when I got into that relationship, a certain relationship, you know, beforehand I was going out a lot and I was doing a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But when I entered into that relationship, it was like, okay, I kind of want, I want to be a different person because mm-hmm. I have an idea in my mind on where I want this to go. Mm-hmm. This is how much I like this guy. This is mm-hmm. how much I yeah. love this guy. So it was like I scaled back on a lot of the things that I was doing. And then, you know, there were other factors where it was like, like I said, I did a lot of growing up. The, the base, the platform of it was Brandy wanting to change so that Brandy could be better. Mm-hmm. But that was also my motivation because it was like, I want to be the best version of myself mm-hmm. for us. So yeah. okay, that makes sense. I agree. Yeah, that's definitely how I am. Like when, and I feel like when you meet the right person, that just happens naturally. Yeah. I think a lot of times people are in a relationship with the wrong person. Yeah, and it doesn't happen naturally. Yeah, you know, or when it stops happening, you're like, okay, maybe we need to reevaluate. And if you don't bring this out of me anymore, then we probably are, you know, past our expiration date. Right. And a lot, another thing I think, and I say this a lot too, like I feel like all of my flaws would not be as heavy with the right person. Like that's yeah. how that's how I think I know this is it for me. This is a person mm-hmm. I want to spend my life with because I'm a terrible communicator. Like if I'm feeling unhappy about something, I don't always verbalize it. I internalize a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I can be outright mean. Mm-hmm. I can be too blunt. But I feel like all of those flaws that I have when I meet the per- my person that's, for me, mm-hmm. it will be a lot easier to communicate and say yeah. how mm-hmm. I feel and have those tough conversations and to be more patient and to be more understanding and not mm-hmm. just run like you say. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. So, 
And, and we talked about, like, you said you get mad a lot. Like, you got a bad temper. Like, I feel like your well, person, yeah. that temper ain't going to be there. Because mm-hmm. you, you're not, just not going to be there. Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Do you guys believe that the saying, when a person shows you who they are, believe it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> And that's where we fuck up all the time. Yeah. Because you see that stuff in the early stages. Yeah. But you in the honeymoon phase. And you, don't and you, you look and it you over. Just completely overlook it. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I think it happens. It's so true. Even for me, I feel like when you meet me, you know who you're going to get. Yeah. And a lot of times, I know that guys, I'll deal with guys and date guys, and they'll be like, well, I didn't know this X, Y, and Z. I'm like, you knew you. this. You saw it. You wanted to ignore it. You know that, like, you, I, I, I just, like, you ignore it. Mm. You just look past it. Like, no, no. Mm-mm. I say that all the time. Like, I have a way of getting under people's skin. Like, especially a guy. I think it's just my personality. I And I say it. I, like I said, I give full disclaimers as to who I am. Mm-hmm. And it's always... You know what? I'm a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. I I have a very caring personality, but there's a whole nother beast that you do not want to bring out. And then you bring mm-hmm. it out and you're looking at me like, well, I didn't know. I told you. What do you mean? Like, I, I told you that, that's who I am. So, yeah, people, you have to believe who people are in the beginning because that's who they truly are. You can't, like, sidestep it. You can't give <laughs> excuses for it. You can't say, oh, this is, I just caught them on this bad day. Or they're just, no, mm-mm. Even in the midst of them giving that representation of who they want you to think they are. Yeah, there's they still going to be those things you're that. You're still going to see those little indicators where it's like, mm-hmm. those little red flags. Yeah. Gotta pay attention. Ding, ding, yeah. They just be, like, popping up. They're like, right. damn. I, I found myself thinking, like, mom's, like, Time has passed. I ignore all of that. And then I look back and I'm like, damn, like, I would have known then if I would have paid attention. Like, mm-hmm. be feeling all fucking stupid. Like, yeah, you overlook a lot of shit yeah. in the beginning. Because you just think they're so perfect. You do. You do. You do. So do you think you can be friends after you break up with someone? Or say you were like talking to somebody heavy and y'all are really serious but then y'all stop talking like can you be friends after that okay <laughs> so I feel like I feel like yes you can be friends with someone I feel like there are people that I'm friends with but after experiencing certain types of love I know there's certain people that if i I don't want to be a friend with of them. Yeah. Because the love that we felt was just that fucking real. Yeah. You know? So, like, there's a lot of people, and I know, damn, I know probably everyone's like, damn, bitch, you could be my friend. I guess I love wasn't that real. <laughs> you know? Like, what the fuck type of shit is this? But I know that after experience, like, there's levels to everything. There's levels to love. And, like... There's some things it's like, listen, I have loved you. I love you too much to be your friend. I don't even want to be your friend. I, I don't want to know. I just want to, like, yeah. I don't even want to know what you're going, your day-to-day life is like. I don't want to maintain friends. I cannot physically be friends with you. Yeah. Like, I, emotionally, I cannot be friends with you because the love we had was just mm. too deep. Yeah. To I, even, I agree with that. To even be friends. Yeah. But then a lot of times... 
I can be friends, like, yeah. like with certain people I used to deal with in the past. Like, hell yeah, what's up, nigga? How you been? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I see you and your shorty. Okay, y'all right. You know what I'm saying? Congrats on the baby. Like, certain things. But then there's some niggas like, bro, nope. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think you can unless like time is passing, the feelings are gone. Like when y'all first break up or a couple months after, if the feelings are still there, you cannot mm-hmm. be friends yeah. because then you won't want to mess with them again, mm-hmm. and that's when shit get confusing. But then sometimes and, some guys once the, like the days of the breakup, be like, okay, not gonna touch you. Like you know, like you yeah. have, have you ever had a breakup and then you don't matter if you're around them every single day, you still are like not trying to double back. Yeah. Yeah, you can, but I think time has to pass. It, if it ain't for yourself, if you're that person that can just wake up and be like, all right, fuck it, maybe they're not. Yeah. So you have to let time pass for either mm-hmm. one of y'all or both of y'all to mm-hmm. kind of just let go and be over it. And I prefer to be friends after a breakup. Some, some I, I breakup. do too, some because breakup. I feel like people that I was serious with, we were friends first, and right. I want to keep that friendship. Right, right. And- I prefer, like, I would want to have, like, I don't want to have any bad blood. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. me don't maybe have to talk every day. <laughs> we don't have to talk every day. Like, I'm just saying, like, if it was someone that I'm not, like, overly passionate about. Like, I just feel like there's levels. So, Some relationships you're passionate about and you can't. Yeah. I agree with y'all, but I guess I got a question with the whole friend thing because I, I think I might need a better definition. I do agree with y'all. Yes, you can be friends. Um, I remember telling, you know, I remember telling a ex like we we were talking about the whole just being cool and I'm like I don't want to be your friend what, mm-hmm. what do we need to be why are we being friends what does that look like for me because what am I going to do when you meet somebody right that's my whole thing so like, and I, I have a situation where I was in a very serious relationship with somebody we went our separate ways we tried to do the whole friend thing I started dating somebody else mm-hmm. and he supported it, you know what I mean? Like, he was a listening ear to that relationship at different times. But then, once that relationship started to go sour, he kind of wanted to bring himself back in the picture. That didn't work. He has since moved on with life, and we don't speak at all. So, mm-hmm. what is this whole friend thing exactly? Because, like I said, when you meet somebody else, then what? When you get married, there is no friend. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to be cool, like... Unless it was somebody that was before me, I'm not going to be cool with my ex being friends. I mean, with my husband being friends with an ex. Like, there's going to be limits to that. Like, you're not about to be calling her. Right. She's not about to be calling you, texting one another every now and then. Hey, how you doing? Mm. Like, I I just, I, I'm not doing that. So, you know, and then, yeah, you could be friends. But like you said, the feelings got to be. They got to be gone because if the feelings are still there, you just going to yeah. miss and them. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I can be friends with people that I no longer have friends feelings for. Yeah. Situationships, I could see that turning into a friendship. You know what I mean? Because if it's not that, if it's one of them situations that's not that serious mm-hmm. and you just kind of, you know. Yeah, but this is for serious like a flame, shit. I feel like serious things, no, because like I said, at at what point is this quote unquote friendship going to end? Because I, I can call my friends yeah. and talk about my problems and see how they're doing and check on everybody and all that. So what like I said, what's gonna happen when you meet somebody? Okay. Your dynamics gonna change. Y'all know I'm ridiculously open minded. Like to a fault. <laughs> I was in a relationship with somebody and we attended his ex girlfriend's wedding. Really? Yes. And I would they had a friendship. 
if we all can be in the room, I think I said that too. If we all put us all in one room, ain't nobody side, yeah. ain't nobody, everybody can And ride, I didn't even give a fuck. Then that's that's fine. I was like, cool. She got a nice wedding. That's crazy. But that like, might be that might be one off. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, I probably couldn't do it with everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and it's also how you feel about the person too. Like and I do feel like some relationships you have more parts of a friendship than you have a relationship. relationship. Yeah. So then it's easier to maintain, like you said, that friendship afterwards because you guys are friends. So, you know, like sometimes you have a relationship. I'm sure you guys have had different relationships or dealings with men and y'all have more of a friendship than y'all have more of an intimacy or y'all have more yeah. of an intimacy than y'all did have friendship. So it's like, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. See, here is my thing. I had an old situation where it was just like, you know, we were serious, not necessarily boyfriend and girlfriend, but, you know, I always said, if we stop messing around, I don't want to be friends with you. And he's like, why? Yeah. So once we stop dealing with each other, he still wants to talk every day and Mm-mm. all of that. And I'm just like, nigga, I can't handle this because my feelings are still there. And I'm just, if I have feelings for you like that, you're mine. Period. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. the situation is. Mm-hmm. And if I see you, I'm just thinking like, damn, one day this nigga gonna up a girlfriend on me and I'm gonna be so <laughs> fucking hurt. Like, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. That's why I didn't wanna yeah. be, I, that's why I didn't wanna be friends with the ex. I'm like, I don't, cause again, what am I gonna do when you leave yeah, no. But at the same time, we do occasionally speak now and, mm. you know, so, I, and we've had conversations about, you know, relationships and mm-hmm. what was going on at that time. So, I mean, I guess it's possible, but again, when you meet, you know, and then it's like when I get in a relationship or he get in a relationship, we don't talk. So yeah. it's like it's not it's really a, a friendship. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, you got to have some type of respect. But mm-hmm. I think people that can just leave a situation be cool the next day. Either you really didn't really give a fuck about that person or you heartless as fuck. Like you got no feelings. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's what it. Yeah. yeah. Ah, that's, such a, that's so hard. So there's some motherfuckers you just care about more than you care about. You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know some people that have had kids with each other. I have some of my friends that have had kids with um, some exes or whatever, and they now they like besties. Yeah. Like, what's up, nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? I like that with my, with my kids' dad. So, like, you get what I'm so saying? So, like, like, I don't even look at him like he is. And that's another ugh. thing. That's another thing. Maybe it's because you no longer look at that person like that. Like, so it's like, I don't even see you in that light. Right. So, I'm like, yeah, we can be friends because I don't even look at you that way. Yeah. It's hard. I don't know. All right, well, we're just going to end the show off by... Oh, before we Wait. end, I, there was the one, I don't know how they make it on here. The whole, should love be conditional? Is love unconditional? Oh, yeah, that was I on there. I saw that, and I was like, that's a good one. I must have missed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Talk about it. Um, <laughs> okay. It's hard to say, because I... Okay, so it's really hard to say you love someone con- unconditionally, because you only know what conditions you guys have been put through. Right. So how can I hypothetically say I love you unconditionally if I only know the conditions that you have put me through? So I don't know. Yeah, I have loved you after you did X, Y, and Z, but maybe you never stole money from me. Or maybe you, you know, <laughs> maybe you ain't never hit my mama. Like, you know, like, I don't know if I was still love you after you did, you know, trying to have sex with my mom. You know, so I only know. Damn, we went from, <laughs> I, I thought she meant like No, not physically. No, no, no. Condition now, I feel like I have loved men past conditions that I should not have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
But to say that I love them unconditionally, no. Did I love them through some shit? Yeah. I don't think that love should be unconditional. But on the same token, somebody had broke this down to me, and that's why I want to put it on here. It was a guy, and he was like, you know, I feel like love should be unconditional because if I tell you, you know, Brandy, I, for me, anytime I've loved somebody, and then, I hate when people be like, well, why do you love me? I hate when they say that because yeah. I've never been able to answer anybody I've ever truly loved. This and I'm like, I don't know, I just, I just love you. It's just a yeah. feeling I can't really put it into words. And so to play off of that, he was like, you know, if I sit here and I tell you, Brandy, I love you because you do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. It's then a condition because if you didn't do those things, I wouldn't love, I wouldn't love, love you. you. Mm-hmm. Made perfect sense. But then mm-hmm. on the same time, like I said, I don't feel like love mm-hmm. should be unconditional because, again, I'm loving you through all of this, all of this, all of this, all of this while damaging myself. Mm-hmm. So you have to place a condition on it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow you to hit my mom. Right. And I'm still like, you know what I mean? Physically or sexually. Like, uh, you know what I mean? I'm not going to allow you to steal money from me or I'm not going to allow you to do this, this, and this and I still love you. Like, that that doesn't make sense. But see, and you did, I always say, I never love people for what they do for me. I love them be for who they are. Yeah. Because yeah. what you do for me will change. Yeah. But who you are who you, who usually you are. remains the same. So I I feel what he was saying. Because you can love someone because of what they do. Like, okay, I love you because, you know, you put this roof over my head. Or I love you because you feed me. Or I love you because you get, do X, Y, and Z. But that can always change. Yeah. Like, you can lose your job tomorrow. And now you can't do those things for me. Or you right, can, you right. know become physically impaired and you can't do X, Y, and Z for me. So I, I am huge on loving someone for who they are and yeah. not what they can do for you or what they are, I guess. Um, but and like I said, like the conditions, like like you were saying, once you start sacrificing your happiness and it's like now this is hurting me and now this is affecting who I am, then no, that, that love is not a healthy type of love. And you can love someone from a distance. That's, you really and that's can. what I was about to say because yeah. I mean honestly there is probably some out there whose mom got hit by they their nigga and you still love that man. The love don't automatically go away, but now I just gotta leave Let you where you at. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. there are or maybe your man scammed you out of some money. You know what I'm saying? He took your taxes and didn't flip it. Like, you know, like but you still love him. Like, so I get it, but I think you need to be wow. able to like put a limit on it for your own your own, your own Sake, woman. Your own, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you you have to because you will end up rugged. Yeah, I agree with y'all. Um, all right, so to end the show, let's talk about what lessons we've learned from our relationships. You can go first. <laughs> oh, God, y'all know I be needing time to think about my shit. Like, oh, I mean, that was a loaded question. Yeah. Uh, what lessons I've learned. I would say a big lesson that I have learned was to put myself first at some point. Not necessarily be selfish all the time, but, like, learn to, for one, like, I I can't be all about them. Like, I have to think about myself sometimes, too, because when you're always putting the other person first, that's when you forget about yourself and then you end up unhappy. So I think that having having my back 100%, like, always making sure I am good with or without a person. That has been my biggest lesson. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have like three, but I 
with that, I would say finding a balance between being selfless and being mm-hmm. selfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if you love someone, love them in their entirety. I don't have to always like what you do or certain things about you, but if I love you, that's a responsibility to love you. Like on the show, she said love is a decision. So mm-hmm. you have to love someone in their entirety. Um, and don't get comfortable. Like, yeah. do not get comfortable. I wanted to add to, now, since it's on my mind, I would say to, like, when when somebody is really trying to love you and love all you, let them Cause I, I think I have a habit of keeping his guard up, and I'm like, I don't want to trust you. I'm being very careful, but sometimes, like, you have to just let them do it because if you don't, you can miss out on a good person. Yeah, I've learned a lot um, from uh, my relationships. Um, <clears throat> one of my biggest lessons I think that I've learned is that I have to place my kind of like your selfless. I have to place my happiness higher because it's hard to make someone happy if you're unhappy Mm -hmm. so I think my happiness is extremely important and I've learned that while in a relationship and while being single um another thing is um people do what you allow and the things that you accept be the things that you regret Mm -hmm. so if it's something that you're not okay with you don't have to accept it you don't you do not have to accept it um and when you begin to accept things, you are now setting the tone for the relationship. Be- relationships rarely go from bad to great. So once you start to see your relationship deteriorating, it's, I, I, I never want to say never. Run. I never want to speak in totalities and like oh, and generalize things, but usually, listen. It, it, it just it's hard know what you mm-hmm. can handle yeah yeah that that you know what I mean know what you can handle yeah and if you can't handle it it's okay to say I this isn't for me I mm-hmm. can't I cannot mm-hmm. do this mm-hmm. I will not do this yeah so I, I, I've learned that's that. a good one that's a good one because yeah. I think I, I've looked back on a situation I'm like a bunch of bad shit happened but mm-hmm. I was just kind of like all right you know what's in the beginning I still love you I can look past it and I couldn't look past it and I'm mm-hmm. like damn I should have left a long ass time ago yeah. because then it's like from then to, to now which it, yeah yeah you may have a it's like a roller coaster like you may have a high point yeah that, oh that motherfucker like coming back now it's gonna we'll come back yeah. again people, so people think you're supposed to go through all of this bullshit with somebody oh my god like you don't have to do you that. Do not have you know what to I mean? That's what I said. You have to know what you as you a person yeah, can handle and what to. you cannot. Right. And I feel like that's where females fuck up. You don't have to go through this bull, bullshit don't. with nobody. I don't mm-hmm. care if you have a kid with this person. No. I don't care if y'all living together. No. I don't care what the situation is. He financially supports you. It doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter. You it don't matter. have to do that. If mm-hmm. you're not happy, leave. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? If you don't see no <clears throat> into it or you don't feel like there's any change. And, right. and for men too. Yeah, if you don't too. feel like there's any change and mm-hmm. she's not making effort towards anything that you need, leave. Like, yeah. Because it's yeah. just... Have y'all, so, y'all ever, y'all used to play Mario ever? Mario back in the day? Mario Luigi? Yeah. I was Like, there's been times where I was in a relationship but I feel like you would go through all these, like, literally, I felt like each level I was fighting one of Bowser's kids. Like, at the end, like, <laughs> at the level, and, like, I'm fighting boom, 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 and then we have a little, you know, go through a little game, and then something else. And it's yeah. like, damn, I am fucking right. tired yeah. of fighting. At, I know there's going to be a fucking... 
fight at the end of this, you know, tunnel. Like, I got to keep on going through this. It's you exhausting. It, it's exhausting. It destroys you. Like It destroys so you. I know I've, I've been in a point where I'm just like, damn, I don't even know if I have any more of myself or love to give a whole nother person because yeah. I'm so trained. It'll come. Like, It'll come. Yeah. It don't, come. don't say, yeah. It, you have to have the hope. I mean, I have. I, yeah, I know you have hope. You have moments where you have your hope. But no, yeah. I've felt like that before where I'm like, I don't think I'll ever fall in love again. Yeah, and you're like, damn. Now but, I'm back in love. Right. And I don't, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, I just want to say, like, I think, like I was saying earlier, like, if you're going through something, you feel like you should just leave, leave. Because I feel like if it's meant to be, this person will come back. But if you stay, it's like that's more room for them to hurt you even more. Y'all to hurt each other even more. And then it just damage the relationship and then it can't be repaired you know i told my friend she would go through something with her guy and they kind of took a step back and they didn't speak for like a whole month and then i don't know who reached out to whom but they ended up fixing it and i was like sometimes you gotta put the fear of god in yeah. the nigga like straight yeah. up like you gotta put the fear of god in the nigga like i can't lose her oh like you know yes I, mean? I always say i just was telling someone this, <laughs> that was, i was like listen you literally have to sometimes scare a man straight because sometimes we'll find out something and we'll take them back the next day. Mm-hmm. No, come on, yeah, no. we, we gotta like, be a little more stronger. Like, like come we on, gotta no, girl. Stop. That's like giving a slap on the wrist. Right. Like, yeah. no. And I always tell my friends, if you're gonna mention that you found out X, Y, and Z, unless you're ready to pack up and pretend like don't even say nothing. Yeah. Right. Like, don't even say anything because now you're setting the tone for the relationship. Because you taking a guy back the next day. I mean, just think about it. He went, like, oh, she ain't trip. I can do it again. We, I mean, I would do that. If I could get I away would, with it, yeah, if, if I, I could get away with doing some shit that I like to do, mm-hmm. even though I know it hurts you, but I can get away with it, unfortunately, I'm going to keep doing it because I can get away with it. And I like to do this and get right. it hurt you, but it must not hurt you that bad because mm-hmm. you taking it back, you taking me right. back. Right. And we're not promoting, ladies, we're not pro- or guys, we're not promoting to be single. I don't want anybody to miss Oh, no. What Relationships saying, are amazing when yeah, they're right. I would prefer to be in a relationship, but understand that it's work. And there's no point in fighting a relationship if the person's not going to get in the ring and fight with you. Like, mm-hmm. why are you just, you're hitting walls at this point. Yeah. Right? There's, yeah. I don't agree. do that. I agree. No, relationships are absolutely they're amazing. amazing. We're just saying don't settle. If you're don't not happy, settle. do not yeah. settle. Don't settle. There um, is somebody out there for Relationships you. are amazing when they're done right. But when mm-hmm. they're not done right, someone has said, like, there could be nothing more detrimental to someone loving the wrong person. And that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You know? So, like, but when you are loved by the right person, when you are loved by the right man or the right woman, like, you will be ten times more the woman that you are, ten times more the man that you are. And it shows. Like, yeah. when a when a woman, I don't know how it works for guys, but when a woman is loved correctly, oh, it Jesus. shows. You see it in her face. Everything about you her changes. Like, one of my friends was showing me a picture of one of her friends, and she was like, she looks dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, she was like, she looks dead. My yes. friend, this girl is somewhere pretty on vacation, and she's like, she looks dead. And she showed me the picture, and I was like, yeah, she kind of do. First thing I said, when she have relationship problems, she said, yeah. And I was like, we you it, it, we get a glow. Just like how women get a glow with pregnancy, yeah. we get a glow when somebody is loving us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, right. I look at pictures of myself a few years ago in a mm-hmm. relationship, and it, you could see my face was brighter, yeah. lit up, all that. And then when we start having problems, you can I just was see. looking dead. Like, you look dead because yeah. you become, you kind of. Are they? And then that's when you after you leave that relationship, and people be like, "Damn, you look good as fuck!" Like now, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not I'm a lot of I was kind of dead for a minute, and now you know 
I'm saying? I got resurrected. Right. I'm back. But yeah, you can see it. So yeah, you can. Oh my god. You and can also, see it. when you're happy, you're just willing to do so much shit that you like. Damn, I can do this. Like, yeah, you be willing to take on the mm-hmm. world. Like when I'm in a relationship, I'm just a whole lot better person. I go to the gym. I like <laughs> my hair is always like healthier. Like you know, like all the things I'm eating right. I'm meal prepping. Like you know, I'm getting all the targets. You know, I'm doing it all. I'm working overtime. I'm like, what? It's nothing I cannot do. But when you're not loved correctly, I'm like, yeah. I'm about a buck oh five. Hair not really growing. <laughs> Edge is gone. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I said my final thoughts. I don't know if you guys have any. Um, no. Okay. Well. Um, don't forget to. <laughs> I hate this. this I ain't gonna say I hate, but I, don't not, forget to listen and subscribe <laughs> to our iTunes and leave a rating, please. Um, follow our social media. That's the part that I always forget. I'm still doing my self care tips. We're gonna revamp our weekly. Um, yeah, that's why. That's why I was like, I hate doing this part I because I really don't post playlists and as I'll much be, anymore. And I do so. posts, but I be doing random posts like. Yeah. I'm going to post, like, I think I'm going to get the post, I'm going to start doing the polls on my personal page and then just bringing it on the show because I like doing it. I like it. answering it too. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just follow us because we, you never know what we're going to be doing. Um, so yeah, uh, Twitter, Take Control Pod, Instagram, Take Control Podcast, and Facebook, you can search Take Control Podcast to join our group. Um, that's all we have for you guys. See you next week. Bye-bye.